Welcome to the Do Shit Podcast, where we unlock the secrets to success in your business by using strategic action. It's time for another lesson and actionable assignment, so get ready to get more shit done with your hosts, Natalie Jean Miller and Amanda Mock. Hey everybody, it's Natalie Jean and Amanda Mock. And this month we're going to be talking about team building. So let's start off with uh, how to build your internal team for your business, whether that's a physical team that you have that actually comes to your office or a team of VAs or just to somebody who calls your wife and says that you're sorry. <laughs> it's true. Some people hire a VA for that. And, and when we're talking about team building, we're not saying a big massive thing. It could even be that you're hiring somebody for one hour a month to yeah, call your wife be- and say you're sorry. Well, I mean, okay, another great idea is you could have somebody run errands for you, like a little high school person. Yeah, whatever it might be. Even even if you're hiring a gardener, like that's yeah, I was going to say a nanny, a nanny definitely. in every aspect. I don't want to keep this very close. I want to keep it pretty open because especially when you're an entrepreneur, I think we th- we think we can do so much on our own. Oh yeah, you know, and really, a team is anybody who helps you out, right? So let's start off with talking about like what a team really is. Because like you said, a team is anyone who's helping you out, right? Yeah. And let's leave, let's leave the personal aspect out of this for a moment because we're actually going to be talking about that next week where we're going to be talking about you know your friends and families and how your friend and family members and how those people are team members in your business. I was thinking more along the lines of people who you pay this week mm-hmm. and then possibly next episode of people you, you just have. You just have. In your corner. I don't know. Some people pot pay to have people. That's true. So they would be your internal team. <laughs> you see how I made that segregation right there? Oh, giggity. I make the lie. I was trying to go somewhere dirty and you didn't let me. Oh, I got it now. Jeez, Natalie. Sorry, it wasn't very blatant. <laughs> I was taking you serious and being on track and you took it to uh, the oldest profession in the world. I did. And you know what? That profession should be honored. We'll just walk away from that. Okay, one. I think that's good. So, okay, <laughs> now that we've distinguished in this episode what a team is, is somebody who you pay, right. whether it's personal or professional. Right. A team is anybody that's going to help you. It's time versus money. It's a time. It's a time versus money issue, right? It's what are you doing that you could potentially have somebody else do to free up your time to enable you to make more money. Even if it's just 30 minutes to an hour a day. Right. Like even if it's that much, then you're starting to build a quality team. Right. I mean, you can take a client, you can answer emails. A lot can happen in 30 minutes. Yeah. 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 So when, when I think about team building, I think about one of the most frequent questions that I get is when do I know I'm ready to hire this team? Like I get a lot of entrepreneurs that come and they talk to me being a team based company and they're like, well, I know I know that I would like to have this and this would be anything. It would be somebody who would edit my videos for me, someone who will do this for me, someone who would, I don't know if I should invest in somebody to clean my house or somebody to edit my content or if I should, you know, that kind of stuff. So when you're, the biggest question is when am I ready to build those team members and when do I know what I should outsource to or hire somebody to do and what makes the most sense? For me, my litmus test for that, kind of going back to the, should I have someone edit my content or clean my house? Mm -hmm. Whatever you're going to get the most value out of. Right. And sometimes that's also psychological value. There's financial value, meaning whatever whatever money you're going to gain or time you're going to gain back. But sometimes, even if that, even if it's 
a less financial time gain, but a bigger psychological gain, then that's that's an obvious winner. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. <laughs> but so tell me, I have input on this, but I'm curious to hear what you have to say, because I don't think we've ever talked about this before. No, we haven't. What would, if you were just starting out in your business, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which and, I'm not, but that's okay. Yeah, but <laughs> if you are completely just starting out in your business and you have $500 a month to spend on something, ooh, what would you tell you to spend that on? And this is including mentorship, which I feel like that's team building too. Yes. Like, because you're leveraging someone else's knowledge to expedite your success in a particular area. And that could be training in your field or it could be training in your business or whatever. Right. I would definitely, um, if I'm building my business... And I believe that I need help. Mentorship all the way. Mentorship all the way. Give me your um, logic behind that. Because when you're first starting out, you really don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And I think guidance is awesome. Um, if I knew where I was going, but I was starting a new business, I would go with something little and dumb. You know, having either a personal assistant or, you know, somebody come in and clean my house or now watch my kids. Why would you call that little and dumb? Okay. I don't call it. <laughs> I Okay. I think of mentorship as like this big, great thing Mm -hmm. where it's like you're helping with everything Mm -hmm. versus just one little thing. I think it depends on on your business, though. That's true, too. Um, I'm looking at you. Ask me what I would do. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm making it personal. So you would you would invest in somebody who would help you in your business as a whole in in the form of mentorship. Right. Then let's say it wasn't my first go around. I was just launching a new business. Mm -hmm. For me, it would be what's going to save me time. In that case, it might be hiring, you know, somebody to clean my house, which for me does take a lot of time because I'm a clean freak. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to come in and do it and I spend that hour that they're there cleaning my house, only doing revenue, like revenue bringing (laughs) revenue generating revenue. Thank you. I could not (laughs) think of the word generating. I'm like, uh, brain fart. But yeah, I would spend my time generating income, generating leads, you know, following up with clients, making sure I'm getting paid Mm -hmm. so that way then I can justify the person that's downstairs cleaning my house. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, that's my twofold depending on where Mm -hmm. I was. And and that's why I wanted to answer your question the way I did. You know, if I were to take that same question, because you're so impolite to not ask me in return. I was going to get there, but then you started talking. (laughs) Amanda the ass. Yeah. Nope. That happens almost every episode. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. So if I'll I were next week, if I were to base it off of Amanda, the single mother. Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. Mm, it would be childcare. The oh, biggest yeah. struggle I had in starting my business. And it was like the first year was the absolutely most stressful. Okay. Now I know the story why, but you should tell everybody else why. Yeah. It was absolutely the most stressful because I was trying to do it all with the kids home. Okay. Yeah. But how old was Jasmine? She was a newborn. And I rest your case, Your <laughs> Honor, your witness. I had an infant and a six-year-old at the time. So if I were in that same position, even if I were in that position now, though, it's easier because my kids are basically school-aged. One's in pre-K and one's and, and Celeste, my oldest, which is now 10, is in regular school. I mean, Celeste was in school then, but I didn't have one child. I was taking care of full-time. I would spend that 500 bucks a month on a little bit of childcare, Right. Because when I was attempting to do it all, and I got to be honest, I, as far as newborns go, I had it easy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had my baby slept through the night like six months in, right? 
And even when she was waking up, both of them, when they were little, even when they were waking up, they would feed and just go right back to bed. Which was great. But and honestly, you're lucky. <laughs> and I'm lucky. But honestly, if I had that 500 extra dollars to spend, which I didn't in the beginning, I would have invested in that. Because I was probably working 16, 18 hour days. Like partly because babies wake you up and then what are you going to do? Go back to sleep. But then the other part is like I kept getting interrupted in work, like with the children interrupting me so much, I was never getting effective work done and I was always playing catch up. And it wasn't until they got a little bit older and I was, I was able to find a way to get a little bit more help going on that I was able to start to see more success. And I realized that like I needed to get the kids out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, distractions, removing distractions is like number one. Right. And, talking like he's my ex now but talking with my with my ex about it and and figuring out like hey you know if i'm really gonna do this and make this a thing and even though he's he's i have a personal relationship with this person i'm getting them on my team professionally for me to see a professional result in my business right i'm not asking him for emotional support and i think it's important to like separate those definitions right oh completely and we'll talk more about that in the next episode too right but I have a very specific professional need. I need more time to work on my business. And so now I'm investing in making sure that happens in the form of childcare of some kind. Not that I don't want to work with my kids, but honestly, working from home and being available for your kids all the time, I feel like that's a large misconception. You can create a schedule around your kids so that you're available with them, but you can't work while taking care of a small child. No, it's almost impossible. <laughs> but no, the nice thing about working from home and having a, a flexible online business like we do is so that way then if you have an oh shit moment, you know, one of them gets sick at school and needs to come home, you can do that. Yep, absolutely. You can push back a meeting 15 minutes. Yep. And, you know, they're only down the street and around the corner. Mm-hmm. So beginning, that's what I would do. Now, if you could have... Well, okay, what would you do now? Oh. I mean... Well, but if I would do it now, I do do it now. You would still do childcare? <laughs> I would. One thing I need to make a step for, and this is like a personal thing. Mm-hmm. It's totally psychological. It's so hard for me to let go of doing my own housework. Oh, It really is. It's a control issue. But if I'm looking at what would free up time to make me more effective in my business, I need to do less housework. But at the same time, I, I don't, it's just a weird, I don't want someone else cleaning my house. <laughs> well, but I mean. And it seems like such a menial task. And it's not even that I get a sense of accomplishment from cleaning my own house. It's it's a control issue. I think what you need to do, and here's my advice to you, and maybe this should be your challenge, and then you can come back. For me to build a team around cleaning my house. No, no, no. <laughs> I think you should document how long it takes you to, t- how to do every chore that you have to do usually mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. And then take it and be like, okay, if I hired somebody, here's my hourly rate Mm -hmm. versus, you know, so-and-so coming in and cleaning my house. What's more cost effective? Because I know you'll respond to that because you love numbers. I love numbers. It's not even about, I want to earn more money. It's numbers are sexy. You're all about the data. Baby. (laughs) That's all about the Pentiums. That's what I thought of. Oh, I know. Yeah. All about the pentiums, baby. I forgot what I was thinking about until you made a, <laughs> a weird owl slash puff daddy, aka P Diddy reference. I only care about the weird owl part. I know you're kind of a fan girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
But no, that and, and that's a valid point. So what would you do in your business right now that you need to work on? I, well, I told you. Um, right now. Right now, now? I am considering hiring a VA. Yeah. That is my, now, now, that is my current thing. Now, like, let's take something big and generic like that then. Which is kind of crazy because <laughs> I'm, you know, very attached to being the one-man band. Right. So, and yeah. I think that's something to touch in on. So mine is very specific. Like, it's broad, but it's specific. Housework. You get a maid and they clean your house. Like, that's not too complicated. But right. if you're looking at something like, I'm, I'm considering hiring a VA, if I'm looking at building my team out, what's your reasoning for that? Let's dig into that and kind of okay. share that with so all Okay, so when we were talking about our first episode, mm-hmm. which is kind of, I mean, that's, what, a month and a half ago-ish, yeah. give or yeah. take? I it kind of I was thinking about it beforehand, but when we recorded that episode, I was like, you know what? I have some stuff in my business that <laughs> it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. And once again, running the numbers, like I was telling you earlier, is I take my hourly rate or what I would make on average, you know, or charge a client or whatever, and divide it up by the quote unquote stuff I do mm-hmm. and go, hmm, is that really worth it for an hour of my time? So what is some of that stuff? Oh gosh, it could be anything from see. Okay, and this I, comes and this comes to effective team building, like really getting that right. Clear. Exactly. I mean, this yeah. is why it's a perfect segue. <laughs> and, and oh, well, this goes into our next point. What do you delegate? Do you right. delegate your housework? Do you delegate your childcare? Do you delegate um, finding somebody to do the stuff in your business? And is it a financial gain or is it an emotional gain that you need? Right, because both are valid. Mm-hmm. Even though emotional, you can't quantify it with like a money, a dollar amount. But, but the happiness factor can definitely Hallelujah. up your productivity. <laughs> That's why I said, I, I mean, if I had the selfish end would be like, Natalie, pick the maid. I'm like, so oh. j- just to touch on that, like I still don't have a maid. Right. And it's taking me ages to even hire a gardener. <laughs> I know, but you've had horrible gardeners too. Right. And, but when I finally like got someone and they were good and they were like the right price and everything, like after the first week and everything went swimmingly, it was just like this weird mental emotional shift of holy crap, I don't have to think about doing the yard. I don't have to think about going and checking it and see if it's weed whack. I don't have to think about going and checking broken sprinklers like that little bit, like for a whole week. And it wasn't a good week, but for that whole week I was smiling and that was worth it. Yeah. And that's sometimes (laughs) it's all that matters. Yeah. And you know, we can even take it on a other emotional level is if you have a spouse or a significant other, other, or you have children who yell and scream and complain about these things, <laughs> hiring somebody or bringing somebody in to take this stress off of your plate mm-hmm. is that can contribute I mean, more to your than business. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Back to what we were kind of talking about before. So what, what things I, are you looking at in hiring a VA? For me, there are a few things that, and I obviously don't have the list because I've started making a list. That was step one for me mm-hmm. was, okay, if I had a VA, you know, in an hour, a month, a day, a week from now, what would I have them do mm-hmm. that I don't really want to do? A lot of it is the menial stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'll write a ton of content because I'm very big on batching. I'll write a whole bunch of blog posts, usually either in Evernote or Word, because that's just where I write everything. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, I've got to go and just upload them all. <laughs> well, it's very easy to upload or share that Evernote notebook and be like, Hey, this week, whenever you have time, no rush, batch these for the dates that I have established. Right. 
you know, here's all the stuff that you need. Just put it all together, make it look pretty, and you're done. Right. Format it, throw in the SEO, make it correct right. any of issues I might have missed. Yeah, if I miss something, obviously let me know. Right. And then, you know, call it a call it a day. And at that point, okay, that has saved me probably an hour, if not more. <laughs> and to me, that's worth it. That's mm-hmm. an hour I can spend with my family. That's an hour I can do more stuff in my business. Now, I think that's actually one of the hard... I think that's one of the first places most people should start team building is non-gen- non-revenue-generating areas. Right. Like housework, like a gardener, like somebody helping out with family stuff, right? The family Running errands, with, whatever. Running errands or editing your content. Like, because none of that stuff directly earns you money, but it frees up your time to make it easier for you to earn money. And I think that's right. the best way... That's the pl- best place to start when you're first building your team because then you're not having anybody interface with your customers. You're not having any of your sales systems broken. While not not just because you might accidentally hire the wrong person, but most of the reason why, why any type of team building situation doesn't work is typically because you don't give good enough direction. Exactly. <laughs> and I've done this myself, you know. <clears throat> no, one of the big takeaways that I took from Four Hour Work Week, which I've read, I think, twice now, if not three <laughs> times, is um, he gives you an example of two emails that he sent to his VA. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he uses an overseas um, person, so they, you know, they don't necessarily always have the best grasp of English, and that's one thing that you need to check up on if you do go overseas versus local, right? And in the United States, which mm-hmm. is kind of what we're talking about. Obviously, if you're overseas, then. <laughs> That really doesn't apply to you. <laughs> but what if you're in Canada and you're not overseas, you're just out of the country? Or what if you're in South America? Okay, now you're getting really technical. I was trying to stay general, Amanda. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Good lord. Anywho, when you have this, you have to you have to consider the language barrier. Mm-hmm. Does your VA speak your native tongue natively, or do they speak it as a second or third language? Right. So that's one thing to assess. And when you are assessing that, when you email them or when you, you know, call them up and you say, hey, I need you to do X, Y, Z this week, or here's your agenda for the week. Let me know if that's cool. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's good in how you confirm that information. Right. Because it's all, it's all about communication, really. Most of the time, if you're building a team, no matter what you're hiring out to, communication is where it breaks down, not the person's skill set. Exactly. And how they how they perform the task. Because obviously, if you give a VA a task and you say, hey, I want it in an Excel spreadsheet, mm-hmm. but you don't tell them what data you want me to pull, right. they're going to pull everything. They're going to pull everything. Or what they think is important, <laughs> which may not be what you think is important. Right. So communication is definitely a biggie. But... It, it also it also contributes to who you need in your team, right? Right. And well, I mean, I think that's going to be based on what you value. Because right. obviously, taking some of our hypotheticals, taking the small stuff, things that we don't personally need to do, like doing our laundry, like cleaning the house, or anything in between, do you know, mowing our lawn. Right. I mean, having a gardener <laughs> is fantastic. Right. But then if you're looking at something like having somebody work on aggregating your content like you could outsource that overseas really really cheaply but then you got to make sure you take the time and this comes to thinking through in what you want your business to look like right like okay household stuff that's one thing 
But if you're looking at business stuff specifically, what what do you want your business to look like in the way that you do it? If you're outsourcing overseas, you're probably going to need to take a little bit of time in project management. Will it save you time in the long run? Probably very much so, right? But if you don't want to take that additional step, maybe stay paying extra and outsourcing stateside in the U.S. might be your better option. It makes it so that you're like you understand each other culturally a little bit. It's easier to build up a plan, all of that stuff. There's less management on your end typically with something like that. Now, can both be systematized to the point that they're that you're spending an equal amount of time no matter what? Yeah, sure, absolutely. And are there exceptions to those rules? Yeah, absolutely. But what do you want your business to look like in your next step? Do you want to like direct, do you want to figure out what all the steps are so you can give marching orders to basically would be like little drones working for you? Or do you want to pay a premium and go to an agency that's going to handle it from beginning to end? Or do you want something in the middle? I mean, all those are viable options. in the middle, right? All, all completely viable options. <clears throat> and okay, that kind of, we kind of touched on this before and we'll touch on it again is if you outsource, where do you outsource to? Mm-hmm. Do you stay local, you know, wherever your home country is and do you go, you know, overseas where it's, you know, might be cheaper where it's like India or China or whatever. Or do you hire somebody local who comes in, clocks in every morning, <laughs> clocks out every day? Right. Like what, what, and that all just comes back to, what do you want your business to look like, right? How much time do you have? How much time do you have? What's your budget? What What is your budget? That's huge. huge. Most people don't even take their budget into account and they wait until they're in overwhelm and then they've already eaten up their budget on other things because they thought they had the money. Right. Right. And I'll tell you this right now. If you're looking or considering or don't think you're ready yet to buy a team and you haven't gotten to that place of overwhelm, you're probably already ready for at least your first team member. Because by the time you're overwhelmed and playing catch up, like it's too late. It really is. You're going to get somebody in and they're not going to do a good job. And that's going to be on you. (laughs) Completely. And then at that point, trying to teach somebody a system while you're trying to do two things is going to be horrible. Right. And then you're going to wonder why things are falling through the cracks. That's another thing is even if you don't think you're ready, prepare your systems. Videotape yourself, you know, uploading a WordPress uh, piece of content, Mm -hmm. you know. And brain dump all the brain dump all the context to why you're doing it that way. Because you can tell somebody what to do, but unless they understand why you're doing it that way, they could give a different end result than what you've asked for them. Yeah, and if they if you tell them, oh well, the order doesn't really matter, and then something gets messed up or your website breaks, congratulations. Though <laughs> you know it matters, right? It does matter. So with that said, I, I do want to put this out to the group though, since, you know, we've been getting some pretty cool interaction on Mm -hmm. the community page is, you know, if you could pick your new team member, let's Mm -hmm. say you already have a team, you want to add another person or if you don't have anybody at all, let's do this. Oh, you have a better idea. Yeah. Let I want like whoever's listening, make a plan for whoever your next team member is going to be. So this will be good for people who might already have a VA. Or multiple. Or multiple. Or people who don't have anyone. And this doesn't just go for VAs, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we've used in examples. Gardener, housekeepers, gardeners, yeah. childcare, whatever you need. I, I think what would be a really good thing to have, have everybody, including ourselves, do this next week is take a quick assessment of what happens during a week, right? Do general write-up. If you want to get really detailed, actually document it throughout the day. Yeah. Right? Today I did this. I spent X amount of time on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
and actually physically document. Don't estimate. Like, write it down. Keep a journal. Just like you might keep a food journal. <laughs> yeah, keep a work journal. Keep a work journal of what you're doing with your time and how long you're spending doing it, right? Totally. And how much it matters to you. Like, And I, I did this, like, about a year ago. And one of the biggest things I gained from that exercise, which seems so random, is something that someone might haphazardly outsource. And I say haphazard, but whatever. <laughs> is like I spend about an hour, hour and a half alone driving back and forth across town three days a week. And that's picking kids up from daycare, taking them to jujitsu, doing drum lesson stuff, all of that stuff. Being mother slash personal (laughs) chauffeur. And on the surface, that might sound like a great task to outsource. But when I was comparing the happiness factor to it, I love spending that time with my kids. Right. Right? So would I rather put a little bit more effort into getting a gardener again <laughs> and seeing how that goes and giving myself more sanity that way. Or would I rather spend it hiring somebody to drive my kids around? Right? No, completely. Right. So I think a good way to do this is think about whoever it is you need to have help you next, but take an inventory of what you're spending your time on. Write down if those things are physically costing you money, right? Maybe you're spending money on gas. Cause that's another thing to take into account. If you're, Running to the grocery store, you're spending money on gas, and it might just be cheaper to pay someone else to do it. Right, exactly. So take an inventory of what you do, how much time, it, how much money if you're spending any money on it, and then how happy that task makes you. Yeah, I mean, if you absolutely love grocery shopping, mm-hmm. by all means, don't eliminate it. And maybe but if you, you do. Hate mowing your lawn, by all means, eliminate it. Or if you hate doing dishes, but that's what kids are for. Yeah, well, we all don't, you know, elect to reproduce just so then we have mini dishwashers. Whatever. I didn't plan on it. It just happened. Me turning them into dishwashers. Oh, okay. Me reproducing didn't just happen. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that was planned. (laughs) There were things that happened. That's, yeah, you're pretty sure when something like that occurs. Yeah. But I think that would be a good thing. And then identify the best place that you feel you should start building out your team. Mm -hmm. And if you're part of our exclusive Facebook group, go ahead and share it and we'll have a conversation. We'll be collaborative and we'll all do it together. Yeah. And if you don't know where you're like, Oh, well I do this and I do that post it. Mm -hmm. And then we can kind of give you some feedback. So like we said before, if you haven't already head over to do shitpodcast.com and join our newsletter where this is where you can get an invitation to our closed Facebook group that we've been talking about posting conversations about, and you'll have exclusive access to myself, Amanda, as well as our great community. That's really budding and getting some great content out there. Yeah. We're actively doing shit and growing our businesses. We take these topics and the things we talk about doing every week and go a little bit deeper and it's closed. So you don't have to worry about your friends or family seeing you say weird things. (laughs) <laughs> until next time we'll see you next week have Thanks a great for listening week to guys. this episode of the do shit podcast now it's time to take action natalie and amanda have put together an exclusive facebook group to help you grow your business even faster and get more shit done ready to join head to the website at do and sign up thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you next time